Shit. AB needs to pick a goddamn helmet. That's what AB needs to do. He needs to pick a goddamn helmet. Um, but it's all for ratings. It's all for ratings. I want to start off the show by saying this. Uh, rest in peace to uh, a very... How can I say this? He was a he was a, a a great back in college, a great running back in college. Um, wasn't as good in college um, as in the pros, as in the pros. But um, he definitely was a standout college player. Um, just passed away recently, and that is uh, none other than Cedric Benson, um, Texas native. Um, and it hits home because uh, we were same age. He died at 36. Uh, I'm 36. I turned 37 in December, December 23rd. And he was born literally five days after me, uh, December 28th. Like I said, um, you know, he played in the NFL. Solid, solid running back. Definitely, um, definitely a, a standout college player at uh at Texas University uh fourth overall draft pick back in 2005 he played with the Bears Cincinnati uh I think he had one year with Green Bay um a very, like I said he was a standout player in college in the NFL um he did not he didn't really live up to expectations in the NFL but like I said his 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 um his his bright light was shining while he was at the the Texas of uh, I mean the University of Texas, so um, rest in peace to him and you know condolences to the family. Um, it's not much, you know. Like I said, it's off season shenanigans. Uh, it's a little bit of Laker talk. Of course, we've all heard about Boogie going down, um, and you know I've I've told some of my fellow Laker fans that you know I, I wasn't a big. You know, prior to his injuries, I wasn't huge of him coming over to coming to L.A. because, you know, basically the environment that he'll be in. You know, this is a huge market. Uh, a lot. The, the spotlight is on you and we don't have any time for that attitude. But, you know, you know, once he got injured the first first couple of times, um, by the grace of God, man, um, he got picked up by Golden State, which is a championship uh, contender. And uh, I thought that would have, you know, signed a one-year deal. You know, I thought he was going to get him a ring. I thought he was going to get him a a, a ring. Um, and he was also playing for a better contract, for a bigger contract, coming off of a huge injury. And um, it didn't work out that way. Um, yeah, man. And all, playing around in the offseason, which a lot of NBA players do, a lot of NBA players, um, a lot of college players and high school players work out in the summertime. You know, some cats uh, have personal workouts. They have those private runs. They go to the Drew League. They go to uh, any other leagues that they're going, on, uh, going out there. Some of them just play regular pickup ball with regular pedestrians, and you could pull something. You could tear something. You could tweak something. You could roll something. So, um and it's hard because, you know, during the summertime, we like to stay in shape, you know, and summertime we outside, we playing outside hoops. Uh, you know, we they like I said, with the NBA players, they they rent the gym out and it's private. You know, you never know. You 
literally like the stories that I could tell you about NBA players just being right next to you, you're not even knowing it because it's, it's a gym that you rarely go to. Um, and these cats will rent out a gym at a middle school uh, that you pass by every day. And you never know. You'll never know. And sometimes it's like early in the morning. Sometimes it could be the afternoon and the evening time. Sometimes it could be two o'clock in the morning. But uh, yeah, that was the case where he was just, you know, open run. And uh, speaking of open run. And uh, yeah, he injured his knee. So we're in the middle of replacing our big uh, noticeable names out there. Joakim Noah. Uh, of course, they talking about bringing back Dwight Howard. Uh, Kenneth Farid is out there. And it's just a couple of other cats. Uh, uh, I mean, to tell you the truth, man, I think we just need a big that can go out there and protect the rim a little bit and grab some boards. As far as the offense, I'm not too too worried about that because we have three to four players that can go out there and put the put the ball in a hole. Now, we don't have anybody that could actually break down a one-on-one, not too many cats. I mean, Bron, he's been, you know, his one-on-one game been suspect for years. Um, Anthony Davis is actually a good one-on-one offensive player. It's just I'm not sure what type of offense we're going to run um, and what position we're going to put him in to go one-on-one. Uh, and then we got Kuzma, which is he's a solid player. But as far as one on one, we still need to see a little bit more. Um, so that's basically our three headed monsters over there. And 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 truth be told, that's what we had uh, boogie for. We had a loaded offense, a loaded offense uh, defense. That's still up in the air. We don't know what Frank is going to do with them on defense and if they'll buy into it. But at the same time, uh, like I said, we lost a big. Now we got to replace him. Melo is still out there, but Melo is not a five, nor is he a four, because I know he wants to play the three. Um, I'm pretty sure he'll settle down and play the three or the four. And uh, but we need some, we need some, uh, we need some height out there. We need some height. We need some uh, some towers out there. So um, we'll see where it goes. I'm, I'm not with the the picks. Are the options that we have? I'm not. I'm not too mad at either either one of them. I I'm not too fond of Noah though. You know, he's. I think we're. I think he's like maybe about two years younger than I am. Um, you know, I think it's just time for him to chalk it up overall. But you know what? You never know. He probably come in and play a solid role. He probably has that energy to come in there and play his role and things like that. So might not be a bad fit after all. But you know, I, and then as far as Dwight. The, the cold part about it, the last year he played with us, he was averaging, what, 17 points, about 12 rebounds. If we was able to get that. Now, of course, coming aboard this team, we don't need 17 points out of you, brother. But that's good to know that you can still put up, <laughs> you know, 17 points. Um, 12 boards, that got to go up. I think he got to average between, you know, give me, give me 15, 16 boards a game. Because, like I said, on offense, we're not relying on anybody except, you know, out of the, out of the top three like that. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. Coming off the bench, we need a lot of help from KCP and and, and, the, and the chain gang. But I'm talking about this is a, a guy that might be put into the starting lineup, uh, depending on if we want to start JaVale McGee or whoever the, you know, the other big guy is. And there's not too many options out there that has a lot of offense. Uh, or and, and, again, we don't need the offense from them. But to know that they could put up. 10 to 15 points, but we need double-digit boards, and we need more than 12 boards a game. Uh, so we're on the lookout for that. But the biggest story that's been going on 
ever since the Rich Paul rule that was reversed was, um, and it came right after all that, was uh, Jay-Z uh, sitting down with the NFL, you know, talked about having several meetings with them until they got the actual terms and conditions right. And I've done a show. I've actually done two shows uh, on the topic. One of them was just one of the topics for the show. And then another show, uh, shout out to my boy, Akeem, uh, on his platform, Raw and Uncut. We, the whole show was just about that. The whole show was just about Jay-Z, Cap, the NFL, uh, Goodell, you know. Um, and then, like I said, prior to that, the Talker Brothers, me and uh, me, Smash, Goaty, Gio, we talked about it. And it was one of the topics that, that took a nice chunk of the show. And basically, it came down to this. I even talked to, I, I, I even talked to Goaty from Talker Brothers uh, yesterday in the car. And basically, we're on the same side, but still on separate uh, on, on separate sides of the fence. And that means he's saying he's holding the fire to Jay-Z's feet out the gate. And I'm saying give him a chance. I'm saying there is no, I mean, there is fire because it's like his name is attached to something, is attached to a movement that was started by Cap. And, <clears throat> you know, there's other people out there that feels like Jay-Z didn't have the proper protocol to to spearhead the movement. With when I don't even see it that way, I understood exactly what Jay Z said, but I understand why people can be upset because I don't think they're understanding what's going on, and there is nothing happening happening immediately. Which we live in an environment where that actually happens, where we expect is uh, results right then and there. So with without with that being said, I feel like we have to give him a chance. We have to sit up there and let this play out. Now, again, a lot of professional analysts um, have come out and said that they didn't like the move. And Eric Reed said what he said. Kenny Steele said what he said in the interview. My thing is this. Why are we mad that he's trying to push the movement? And I think where where we differ is that, is that people believe that Jay-Z is just doing it for the money and wants to take the spotlight from Cap because... As of right now, Cap hasn't signed off on anything to to feed his followers. And again, I'm on Cap's side, has always been on Cap's side, but I can't really say that I have because to be on Cap's side, were we really supposed to protest? Were we supposed to protest the NFL if we were on Cap's side? Because if we were, then we've all failed. You know, I mean, I, I've seen people come out here and there out of the woodworks and say, no, I didn't watch. I haven't watched one NFL game within the past three years. Whether or not I believe that um, the people that are barking for a cap still playing Madden, still has a favorite team, still watching the game, still criticizing players. Not about not about the movement, but criticizing about their gameplay or their actions off the field. So if if you're so cap pro cap this, you shouldn't have anything to do with the NFL, period. I don't want to hear anything about, well, his boys are still in the in the in the league, Eric Reed and, and Kenny Stills. That's not enough for me. Cause to me, if they if they were really boys, then they wouldn't be in the league. I was on Akeem podcast, like I said earlier, and basically I said, if me, Akeem, and Rory all went to the club. And I wasn't able to get in. I said, are you guys still going in the club? Y'all still going to party? You know what I mean? It, it, especially if you know the club was wrong. They're not letting me in the club for a reason. 
but they're not telling us what the reason is. And we know it's not right. I'm not looking crazy. I'm just going in trying to party. But for, so, for, for whatever reason, they're not letting me in the club. Akeem said he wouldn't go in. I have yet to talk to Rory. But the thing is, I'm pretty sure Rory, here it is, if he really supports me. Um, the thing is, I don't want to hear nothing about his homies being a part of the league when ultimately you're mad at Jay-Z because Cap is still not in the league. This is the thing. We don't know what Jay-Z is going to do. Look at yourself in the mirror. I want you to walk over to the mirror and look at yourself, point at yourself with your right hand. I don't care if y'all, I don't care if your main hand, your dominant hand is your left hand. Point with your right hand at yourself and say, I do not know what's going to happen in the future. All I do know is that Jay-Z has struck a deal with the NFL and he says he's going to bring more awareness to injustice and he's going to enhance and level up the halftime performances, which, by the way, if you want to assume what's going to go on within this deal that we know nothing about, we can assume that he can also spread his message and his movement, our movement. Through the halftime performances. Did we ever really think about that? No, we didn't. Because all we can really think of is that Cap supposedly wasn't involved or notified. We bring up the whole JD thing. First of all, who's believing in Now, let me say this. Much respect to JD and what he has done for the rap game. Jay-Z called him and said, do not. Deny the offer. They need us more than we need them. So... So why is it that we're calling him a snakes because he took this deal when at the time nobody was quote unquote messing with the NFL, but you fast forward and he, obviously there was, like I said, several meetings to where they talked about what's going to happen. The thing is, we don't know if there, if it took seven meetings for them to say to strike a deal Obviously, there was some heavy concerns on both sides. And again, on the business side, I haven't seen anybody disagree with the NFL business-wise because people know how a business is ran. But at the same time, we still know that because your business is running, some of it is due to injustice, meaning maybe cap isn't let in because you'll lose a lot of sponsors and a lot of relationships with people who donate or, you know, what support the NFL in general if you sign this guy. And a lot of a lot of owners don't want to take that heat. Well, Nike took that heat and Nike flourished, even though Nike played both sides. Are you guys still wearing Nikes? Yeah, I, I figured. I figured. See, when we go into detail about this stuff, we basically this is and I've seen this on Twitter. You want somebody else to have, you want somebody else to understand or say your opinion and agree with your opinion. And again, I don't care if people agree with my opinion. All I'm sitting up here is saying, you know what, as, as far as I'm concerned, Jay-Z could fail. But you know what? He has a whole lot on the line, a whole lot on the line. And that's the thing about it is we don't understand that I think people actually do care about their legacy. And and the reason why I said I, I said people is because I somewhat I somewhat compare this to um to LeBron James to where LeBron James is playing in the Lakers uniform. 
He already has one season under his belt. He got injured, one of his biggest injuries in his career. And he missed the playoffs for the first time in a very long time after being in the finals damn near every year. So my thing is, my thing is, even though a lot of people say LeBron took this, um, took this route coming to L.A., because he wanted to make sure he solidified his his uh, movie career or his off the court businesses and things like that. Get closer to Hollywood, you know, business connects and things like that. I get that part. I get that part a lot. But you're still doing it next to a legacy that the Lakers have built. And so when you think about the the position that Bron is in, where He's possibly trying to become, which he's he's far behind right now because of his finals record. Just imagine he comes to La-, uh, La La Land, the Lakers, and don't win a and does not win a title as one of the best players that has ever played the game. That says a lot about his legacy on the court. Forget what he does off the court. That says a lot about him on the court. And that's mainly what he has to focus on. That's why I don't, I don't stress as much because people are going to fight for their legacy. You fast forward, you come back to Jay-Z. Jay-Z has attached his name to the NFL and he knows what's been going on. He support uh, Kaepernick. He said, and, and I remember him. And the one thing that stands out about that little clip, that little interview with Charlamagne Tha God involved, it was another reporter saying, uh, talking about Cap and his movement and his camps. And Jay-Z said, no, 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 no. We're talking about, like, you're talking like it's past tense, like he's had, like he's done it and he's not doing it anymore. He's still doing it. You know what I mean? So it's not like he didn't mention it. It's not like he's taking anything away from Cap. The main thing I just want to say to all this is just let Jay-Z cook. We said the same thing. We said Gruden was crazy for making all these moves. But it turns out he made some good moves. We just got to watch and see how these moves pan out. Anytime somebody makes some moves, some major moves, we can't jump to the conclusion and say, well, it was dumb or it's suspect or I don't trust it. Sometimes you just got to sit back, shut up, and just wait till it happens. And then you don't have to go through all that apologizing or eating your words or anything like that. Slow down. Slow down. You know what I mean? And if Jay-Z messes this up, well, guess what? Y'all could bark at the city <laughs> at the city of Brooklyn all y'all want to. Y'all could bark at the state of New York all y'all want to. Y'all could bark at Jay-Z. And, 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 and let's be truthful here. We know that his legacy off the, out, well, I wouldn't say not off the court, but out, outside the booth, off the mic, has helped him solidify his top three spot in the hip-hop game. People really do rank him high as a number one MC, not just by his albums, but what he has done as far as longevity. That's just what it is. I, I don't, I don't want to hear anything different about it. We know we're attaching everything about his legacy to him to keep him or to for some people to keep him at the number one spot. Whereas I have people at the number one spot for different reasons. But that's a different story. At the same time, we got to learn how to separate things. And right now we're dealing with the business uh, Jay Z, not the not the hip hop, not the album making Jay Z, not the entertainer. We're dealing with the business side, and right now we just got to see what's going to happen. 
I'm not saying that I'm on his side and I'm definitely not saying that I'm against him. I'm saying let's wait and let's see if this is supposed to help push the narrative of positive towards black people. Then how come we can't wait? Y'all want to sit up here and call him a snake and and, and this and throw darts at his name and, and so quick and, and, and things like that. It's like, yo, hold on. Now, if you don't like Jay-Z personally, uh, that's between you and Jay-Z. If you don't like him as an artist, that's cool. I can understand that completely, especially if you're not from the East Coast or whatever the case may be. But you still have to separate that from the businessman, you know, and he's he's done business prior to all this. And y'all, everybody knows his resume thus far, and he hasn't failed as yet. So with this move, I think everybody is so iffy about this move because it's the NFL. and They don't think the NFL will budge. You know what I'm saying? They don't think why would they allow him in and not anybody else? And I get that. I get that because I'm that way with with, with politicians. Um, basically, you everybody votes, you know, every other term, <laughs> but we don't ever get what we want. So, um, my thing is, let's just give them a chance, man. We one thing that we overlook, we don't know if people are changing in these days and times. You know what I'm saying? Even though we don't trust the NFL, maybe they got some fresh meat up in there and telling them this. You know what? Put it like this. They could be using each other. We ever thought about that? They could be using each other. So let's just wait, man. I don't I I'm tired of just, you know, I, I know I have a sarcastic, uh, a sarcastic side. I could uh I could I could throw out some some words with some darts attached to them. But at the end of the day, I'm not about to waste no more energy on it. Let's just sit up here and wait. You know what I'm saying? I said I jokingly say let's give them to week eight. If I don't see no names uh, <laughs> on the back of those uh, no decal names on the back of those helmets by week eight, then you know off he goes. But no, man, we just gotta look, wait and sit and let it cook or whatever. I'm pretty sure we we'll get some details later. Just like we got the details about uh, him wanting to buy a team. So. You know, sit and wait, man. It's been a short open run. I think it's been a short open run, a good one. And uh, we'll see y'all next week, man, with some. I'm going to come up with some creative things for next week. But uh, thanks for running with me, y'all.